Welcome to Agents of Nothing, an episode-by-episode recap and analysis from the perspectives of a veteran and a new recruit. Now, a quick word from our sponsors. Good morning, Agents of Nothing, and welcome to our Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast. We are your commanding officers. I'm Mariah. And I'm Caroline. And today we're going to be talking about Season 3, Episode 13, Parting Shot. Yeah. So, Mariah, how was your week? It was good. Mostly just work and stuff. But today I spent the day with Tyler, and we went shopping, and it was a good time. Good. That's cute. How was your week? It was eventful, actually. Uh, We had a bit of a medical emergency at work the other day, so that was pretty scary. Um, My coworker, towards the end of the day, um, had, like, a diabetic seizure and was like unresponsive for a while um i ended up having to to call her son to to come in and and help us out thankfully she's okay everybody's okay um and uh since she's been feeling better (laughs) the times that i've seen her since then um she taught me a lot about what to do in that circumstances should it ever happen again hopefully not um, but yeah. So wow, it was it was pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it. Yeah. Are you ready? Let's get into something crazier. <laughs> All right. So this episode was written by Paul Zibachevsky and directed by Michael Zinberg. Damn, Paul! Literally in the middle of this episode, I was like, "Who wrote this, <laughs> Paul?" <laughs> Um, so we meet, we meet a few people, um, so many Russians. So many Russians. Honestly, I could not keep them straight in my head, um, about, like, who we were talking about at what point, and we'll get to this in the episode, but that's, we meet a bunch of Russians, (laughs) is who we meet in this episode. (laughs) So... Morris is sitting in an interrogation room in Moscow. She's been accused of murdering Russian soldiers and seems to be in serious trouble. And then a flashback. Morris and Hunter are running through the Siberian winter, giving Fitz a few tricks, a few trucks to track. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Why do you write that? I don't know. (laughs) That's so stupid. Um... Let me see. <laughs> Morris and Hunter are running through the Siberian winter while also giving Fitz a few trucks to track. It's nice to see Fitzsimmons in the Zephyr and not just, like, stuck in the lab. Yeah, totally. I love when they get to do stuff. The interrogation guy is French for some reason. <laughs> Don't know why. <laughs> Um, but he's now interrogating Hunter, who's also giving him nothing except for some mushroom soup recipes. Which that was pretty funny, it I was. have to be honest. That was the best part of the whole episode, was <laughs> him being obsessed with mushroom soup. <laughs> um, so, the whole, this whole, like, first section of this episode was very confusing, and I was having a lot of trouble keeping up and, like, figuring out what was important. Um, <laughs> what what am I supposed to be paying attention to? Uh, but, basically, uh, the part that I did zero in on was Hunter and Fitz 
mentioned global warming because of how big this like hydra facility is and then hunter asks fitz have you and Gemma watched that documentary i sent you and fitz is like oh the one about the amazon it's amazing and then colson like gets them to focus on the task at hand but i love that fitz's best friend hunter sends him documentaries to watch with his girlfriend and then he and simmons watch them together with like futuristic elite popcorn or something i just <laughs> i loved it so much <laughs> I love that Fitzsimmons are having documentary movie dates. For it's real. so sweet. I, They're honestly, just like us. Truly. <laughs> <laughs> I want a whole episode about them just, like, all being pals and, like, Fitzsimmons going on little dates and watching movies together. <laughs> Hunter suggests murdering, quote, a former World Council member on Russian soil, knowing that if we get caught and our actions are tied to the U.S. government in any way, that it will be considered an act of war. So Coulson says no. <laughs> That's fair. Yep. That's valid. <laughs> Morse continues watching the facility while Hunter watches her. All right. It's kind of cute, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Hunter mentions that they've never been on a vacation before, just the two of them. Then he brings the conversation back around to how much this job takes away from them. <laughs> then quit, my guy. <laughs> and... And then they do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Hunter mentions how Creel killed their friends, and then they just have to make peace and go on a mission with him. And then the same thing happened with Ward before, where, Mo- where Morse was almost killed. Hunter says that now having orders to only surveil Malik instead of taking him out, it feels like a pattern is emerging, and he doesn't have a good feeling about how this will end. That's valid, honestly. Yeah. I I get his point. Um, Morse pushes back a little, so Hunter backs off and just says that that he just needs a break. But just then, they see something. And then before they can tell Coulson that they see something, they're caught by Russian guards. Oh, no. Oh, my. Did they actually get a... Okay, now I'm still confused. Did they? Because I wrote that they got away from the guards and meet up with May, Daisy, and Mac. But did they actually? Or was that a flashback? No, they did. Okay. (laughs) Well, no, I mean, that was a. They did. Okay. It 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 was part of the flashback, but. They showed they showed them doing that. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I'm (laughs) confusing myself now. I don't know. Um, Anyway, so they get away from the guards and meet with May, Daisy, and Mac on the plane to share that they overheard one of the guards' radios that Petrov and Malik are meeting with other prime ministers um, and the council, and that they already have an inhuman in custody. But Morse is the only one who speaks Russian, so she'll have to be the one to infiltrate the meeting or whatever. Daisy mentioned dating a Russian hacker. This could be a reference to Kurt from Ant-Man. But that seems like a stretch to me. I did not see (laughs) (laughs) Ant-Man. Well, there's a Russian hacker in it. Okay. All right. (laughs) I don't see, like, maybe. Who knows? So they break up into teams, more Stacey and Mac, and then May and Hunter, to break into the facility and set up surveillance. And then we cut back to Morse and Hunter, each being interrogated relentlessly. I know the coffee cups building up in the trash are to show time passing, but, like, damn, dude couldn't just refill? (laughs) (laughs) Truly. (laughs) 
First you build this gigantic facility in the middle of a forest and cut down all those trees, and now you're just wasting coffee cups? Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Did you watch that documentary that I sent you about the Amazon? <laughs> yes, it was amazing. <laughs> Um, so the interrogator twists Morse's answers enough to fabricate a confession, saying that Hunter killed the guard. So then they take him away, literally kicking and screaming. And I... <laughs> I'm feeling the same way talking about the episode as I did watching the episode, because then I said, I'm so confused on the timeline of this episode. <laughs> um, All man- of the interrogation stuff is like present day and then the f- the whole mission is leading up to that. Okay. So, if that helps. I just I feel I was so confused writing it. It was and on okay, it wasn't really the timeline that was confusing me, but it just was like I felt like I things were happening so fast and I was like I I'm, like, barely comprehending what the mission is and, like, why are you in trouble? What's happening? What do you mean? <laughs> so, um, it, I feel like it shows in what I wrote down. Um, anyway. So, uh, then May and Hunter find a man dead. May recognizes him as the, prime, as the Russian prime minister's personal attaché um, and says that they need to get him to Colson and Simmons. Morse, Mac, and Daisy make it to the security surveillance room so that Morse can get in costume. Um, Mac agrees with Hunter that he and Morse have never gone on vacation. And Daisy is shocked by this. (laughs) And then I overthought that a lot. (laughs) So let's go on this journey together. Okay. Has Daisy ever been on vacation? I feel like the closest I've ever been on a to taking a vacation in the last five years was the weekend trip that David and I took in June. What constitutes a vacation? Hunter says visiting family doesn't count. Is there a minimum time you have to spend away? Does it have to be solely relaxing or can you multitask? I feel like in my mind vacations are like at least a week of only fun and relaxation, like going to Disney World or the beach or a cabin in the mountains or whatever. And I guess if that's the definition we're going with, then I've never been able to afford a real vacation as an adult. And so, why I same <laughs> Daisy's been poor her whole life. Yeah. When has she ever taken a vacation? Maybe when she was living in her van. Maybe. Maybe that whole time counted as a vacation to her. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Moore sneaks into the meeting with the ministers and places bugs and cameras feeding to Shield, and Petrov is asking Malik for help to keep their sanctuary state from dying. With the attaché's death due to the prime minister being an inhuman himself, the first inhuman politician, that was incorrect. Yeah, so, okay. So the prime minister isn't an inhuman. The general is, and he killed the attaché. Yes. (laughs) Like I said, I had no idea what was going on in this episode. (laughs) Um... But anyway, so with the attaché's death, the sanctuary state is in danger. So Coulson and S.H.I.E.L.D. watch as Malik begins to stage a coup to kill the Prime Minister. Oh my god. So random. Truly. (laughs) (laughs) The interrogator tells Morse to admit that she's working for S.H.I.E.L.D. under orders from the U.S. government, or else Hunter will be killed. And then that's it. (laughs) Yep. 
Hunter and May are waiting for a window to leave, but the guards are hanging out right outside the door that they're hiding behind. So Hunter starts to share a little bit of his jealousy for Inhumans again, um, and mentions that this attaché doesn't seem like he was killed by an Inhuman after all, um, because he his neck was snapped and he wasn't, like, turned to stone or something. Um, and then, again, makes a comment about Dr. Garner. So when May is rightfully offended, Hunter says that she could have paired up with Mac because, oh, right, we're not friends. I, that, him <laughs> bringing that up makes me so mad because, like, who, you're being an asshole. Who would want to be your friend right now? <laughs> For real. Um, so then May, ever the grown-up, initiates having a little bit of a heart-to-heart. And I'll admit that their heart-to-heart also made me confused because then May was like, S.H.I.E.L.D. is about sacrifice for the common good, even over the ones you love. But you were willing to let Andrew die to kill Ward. And killing Ward was literally their mission. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, like, I know what she means, but what she said was that Hunter was ready to sacrifice for the common good. (laughs) But whatever. (laughs) Um, she gets through to him at least so Hunter finally gets over himself and does apologize genuinely and I'm glad that they had that moment uh, before the end of this episode yeah um, if you, I don't know if you can hear I see the sound waves on it but I think someone's setting off fireworks in my neighborhood it's 4th of July weekend so yeah Hello. what you gonna do what you gonna do what you gonna do when they come for you? Um, anyway, so Morris almost gets caught by someone asking where her tie is, so she knocks him out, but then misses her chance to continue following Malik and Petrov through a locked door until Daisy can figure out how to hack in Russian. I loved it when Daisy said, Donata. And yeah. <laughs> Morris, Morris was like, pretty sure that's not Russian. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> That would have been, I would have said the same thing. (laughs) In either position, actually. (laughs) Um, So Simmons notices that the attaché died by being strangled, except without actually being touched. Um, And then Mac notices that the general shadow seems to move on its own. Hmm. Hmm. This power is actually fucking scary. Yeah, pretty because terrifying. Because how do you fight a shadow? You don't. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> you kill the guy. <laughs> so Fitz and Coulson notice that the Prime Minister's detail is arriving to the facility while the inhuman general is on the loose. So Coulson informs everyone on the ground to f- find and stop the general. And then the shadow is right behind Morse. Oh no. The group finds the Prime Minister's meeting, including the general... May and Hunter need to get the Prime Minister to safety. Hunter suggests a distraction where May gets to hit people, and May is very excited about that. (laughs) (laughs) Daisy, Mac, and Morris are to contain the general, except it's really his shadow they need to contain. We learn that the general's powers mean that he can turn his shadow into a sentient dark force, able to change its density at will. So you can't beat it as long as the general is alive, and yet you have to get through it to kill the general. Yikes. Yikes. 
So once the shadow gets through Mac and Daisy, hard. <laughs> I don't know why I wrote it like that. <laughs> um, the shadow hits Mac and Daisy really hard, and Morris is actually the only one who was able to get a small hit in because it like grabbed her, and so then she threw it to the ground because it was still trying to hit her, so it was dense enough to be hit. Um, so that was cool. The shadow then goes and finds Hunter and the Prime Minister. Hunter is full-on panicking. <laughs> so <laughs> Morse goes to assassinate the general, and then that's when the two of them get arrested. Um, honestly, Hunter's panicking was was pretty entertaining. <laughs> Relatable at the what very least. <laughs> Um, so Hunter is finally brought in, uh, to the same room as Morris and cuffed to the table together. They have a bittersweet moment of relief that they're both still alive, but they both say that it doesn't look like there's a way out of this where both of them are free. So this episode was written after the 12th episode, The Inside Man, set up the characters of Bobby Morris and Lance Hunter for an apparent solo mission. And in Parting Shot, it was asked if this was leading to the potential Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. spinoff, Marvel's Most Wanted, which would star Adrian Palicki and Nick Blood as those characters respectively, if ever oh. made. To which executive producer Jeffrey Bell stated, While they're on S.H.I.E.L.D., we want to take advantage of who they are and give the audience as much of their relationship with one another and with other people as possible. We are aware that there is a potential imminent end, and so they won't be neglected. What? <laughs> I I feel like that didn't say anything. Yeah, that's kind of a non-answer. <laughs> Which tracks. Yeah. It's Marvel, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so then on the other side of the glass, the Russian Prime Minister and the United States President are discussing the optics of this situation. The president said that these two, quote, independent agents stopped a threat on the prime minister's life and that he should be grateful. But the prime minister says that all he can see is that this was a disaster and that he'll have to explain to the public how three members of his government were killed. And then Coulson appears <laughs> out of nowhere <laughs> <laughs> to remind him that two of those three people were plotting a coup. But the prime minister doesn't care. He just wants someone to pay for what happened and soon. So Coulson goes into the room to talk to uh, Morrison Hunter, and he uses his fancy hand to cut off the audio and video feed that the Russians were watching on for 90 seconds. He starts to give them the plan to get them out and moved, and their names changed and then put on desk duty for the rest of their lives. But Morrison Hunter say no. They say that extraction would only expose the rest of their team, and that the only way to protect S.H.I.E.L.D. is for the two of them to, quote, take the bullet. And what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, are you about to sacrifice yourself to a shooting squad? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so this episode was meant to be a backdoor pilot for Marvel's Most Wanted, set for the 2016-2017 season. The show would have featured Bobby and Hunter's adventures post-Shield, but ABC elected not to pick up the series. Oh, interesting. That would have that been interesting to see. Um, as 
Hunter grew up more. <laughs> yeah. So, the interrogator comes back in with Coulson, the U.S. president, and the Russian PM. And they ask Morse and Hunter one more time if, if either of them are working for S.H.I.E.L.D., and they say no. He asks the president and Coulson if Morse and Hunter work for any U.S. government agency, and they say no, and that they never will. And then Coulson speaks up and scares the shit out of the president. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and gives them a goodbye speech that's safe for the Russians to hear. He thanks them for saving the Prime Minister's life and for wiping out his entire opposition. He then looks to the Prime Minister and asks if he agrees that they should be free to go. And so the Prime Minister just walks out silently, which I guess was his answer. (laughs) Coulson then returns to the plane alone and badly explains what happened when the rest of the team starts asking why he never gave the signal to rescue them. But he does finally say that they made the choice themselves and that they deserve to make that choice. And what the fuck is this episode? (laughs) Hunter and Morse are ultimately written off the series in Parting Shot, both leaving S.H.I.E.L.D. as Palicki and Blood, quote, physically had to go leave to shoot the pilot of Most Wanted. Bell explained. They had to stop being on S.H.I.E.L.D. and get ready for the pilot and then shoot the pilot and all of that, so it didn't make sense for us to have all these episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. with them and then not have them in two or three episodes and then go, oh, we were just over here, and then come back and go away again. On the final scene, in which the main cast silently farewell farewell Morse and Hunter, Bell said, When Paul was pitching it in the room, he was getting choked up. We were in the room getting choked up, and then we all read it, and we got choked up. At the table read, where everyone is saying goodbye, everyone is getting choked up there. And then on the day at the bar that we shot it at, everybody was a mess. For Palicki and Blood, they were also leaving to go shoot the pilot. It wasn't just a pretend thing. These were people who had worked together for a couple of years and see each other every day and formed relationships. Aww. I'm sure it was very emotional. Like, I I did not get emotional because I was very confused. I was like, yeah. what the, why? This is so random. <laughs> <laughs> just all of a sudden, they're just leaving. And for a second, I was like, thinking that they were going to fucking sacrifice themselves and, like, kill themselves. This was crazy. But I can see why that would be such an emotional moment yeah um for me at the time of watching i i hated hunter why did i say it like that hated hunter hated hunter (laughs) (laughs) i hated hunter even more then than i do now uh, (laughs) believe it or not and i when i watched this episode for the first time i was like Am I supposed to care? Because I don't. (laughs) I was like, yes, he's leaving. (laughs) But that means Morse was leaving, too. Yeah. (laughs) That's the only reason I'm sad about it now. (laughs) Because I've grown attached to Morse. Yeah. Anyway. Um... So, Morris and Hunter are drinking in a crowded bar, discussing where to go next, uh, and also with some government agent watching them from afar. 
And then they're suddenly sent six individual shots that are all, quote, from an admirer. That's a lot of shots. I literally went back and counted. I was like, that's... It, they could have just sent one, one for each of them. <laughs> it's so not sneaky whatsoever. All. They're all just, like, staring at each other. They're like, oh, they can't come over to talk to us because there's somebody else here watching and that wouldn't be safe. But then they're all just, like, sharing meaningful glances. They all, like, fucking cheers at the same time from opposite ends of the room. Like, yeah. You're not being sneaky. <laughs> it's a spy's goodbye. Oh, is it? Is it? Okay. Uh, um, I also thought that it is, it's like a very bittersweet moment and like emotional for everybody. And also I kept thinking how funny it would have been to be told by the director, now emotionally take a shot. (laughs) (laughs) Take a shot, but not too fast. Remember, you're sad. Remember. Remember you're sad. And Mac, he really took that to heart. (laughs) Yeah. He He took his last. He didn't even take the shot. He didn't even shoot it. (laughs) (laughs) Just took a sip. (laughs) Does he not drink or something? I don't know. Is that, like, a thing for his character? Because that would make sense, actually, for why he didn't shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> if he doesn't drink, then fine. But if That's he does, our head that cannon. was dumb. <laughs> That's our headcanon. Mac is sober. Yeah, Mac's sober. Um, anyway, and then, and then the remaining S.H.I.E.L.D. team all leave at the same time. So, <laughs> again, not sneaky. <laughs> At the bar, before the spies goodbye, Bobby and Hunter are drinking from two bottles of Ben Deary English Ale, a fake beer named after Nick Blood's friend Benjamin Deary. This type of beer has made several appearances since Hunter's introduction on the show. Why? (laughs) Who is he to the production team? I don't know. (laughs) I was about to say, imagine, like, getting a job... And you're like, hey, we're actually going to uh, name this beer after somebody. Do you have Who any friends with cool after? names? Yeah. That's so weird. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, cool for him. Yeah. <laughs> before, before we... Mariah added all of her uh, fun facts and stuff in here. My After watching the show, I was like, is it just me? Or was writing them off the show, like, super random? Did they have other <laughs> projects coming up or something? <laughs> yes. Yes, actually, they and did. And then they fell through. <laughs> oh. Did they come back? Wait, don't answer that. I can't tell you that. <laughs> wait, wait. So... <laughs> <laughs> so Belle being like it didn't make sense to have all these episodes uh, with them and then not have them for two or three and then they come back and they're like oh we were over here and then they go away again that's still gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> I love that I hope it does that's hilarious <laughs> oh 
Anyway. And now it's time for the post-content content. Um, Malik is out shooting ducks with his daughter. New villain alert. Um, and she asks if S.H.I.E.L.D. knows that he's back. I'm assuming that they mean Hive, but the way that they said it was very weird, and we already know about Hive. Um, so just for the love of God, please don't let it be Ward. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. <laughs> Oh, all right. Overall thoughts? I literally hated this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I the whole time I was watching it, I was just I was confused. It was moving really fast and then like writing them off felt so random. I just was like it, it, I was I did not like it at all. <laughs> yeah. I feel that. It's not my favorite episode either. Yeah. Um, but my last fun fact is that Adrian Palicki was named as an honorable mention for TV Line's Performer of the Week for the week Ooh. of March 20th, 2016 for her performance in this episode. She definitely did great. I, I feel like... I, fe- I do feel like she's had better performances than this episode, though. Yeah. I mean, like, good. For, I'm so. glad. Good for her. She's fantastic. But this wasn't this wasn't her best work. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm yawning. It's Nine after o'clock. her bedtime. <laughs> I stayed up late to do this. <laughs> yep. Anyway. Anyway, so that concludes our episode on season three, episode thirteen, parting shot. Yeah. Next week, we'll be covering Season 3, Episode 14, Watch Dogs, so stay tuned for that. Okay, bye! Bye, I love you!